0: Nelson, how's it going today?
1: Man, it is going good. It's been a while. I had wrist surgery. I was out of action for a while, but it's good to be back in the studio.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, You've got a tough act to follow. I had my kids on last week.
1: Yeah, I know. I heard. That sounded good, man. Sounded good. Cute kids.
0: Yeah, they're doing quite well. I told uh, one of our guests, the guy who did vinyl, that with a few more downloads, he might become as popular as my children.
1: I doubt it. Those are cute kids.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, man, uh, I thought we were going to start today a little bit earlier what were you doing, man? Oh, Dropping by the convenience store to get you a soda or something?
1: No, not a soda. I was getting uh I was getting my lottery tickets, planning out my weekend. Oh, Mega Dude. Millions is tonight, no, right? No, no, it was Powerball.
0: Even better, Powerball.
1: You gotta get the Powerball right. Yeah. Dude, hey, you, you got as good so a much odd much as money. anyone, don't you? That is so much money. Yeah. One point seven five billion. Yeah,
0: take home about probably. Five seven hundred million. Or yeah, I, s- yeah million. I, I
1: love lottery. I'm going tell you why I like lottery. Mm. All right, it's not because I had, think I have any chance of winning. No, it's because I like to spend ten bucks and fantasize about what happens if I actually win.
0: Yeah, and if you're like me, you can't fantasize unless you have some skin in the game, right?
1: Yeah, otherwise you're, you don't have any real chance. But, you know, you're a statistician, you, you know math, you yeah, know numbers. Yeah, one in, I, one in I, I maybe three chance, or four hundred right? million. No, it's, not, uh, it's for the average Sometimes person. I
0: tell people when they say, well, look, you know, I've got a better chance than you, I've got a ticket. I say, it's about like going to Riceville Beach, picking up one grain of sand, and it happened to be the same grain of sand that I threw down there last week.
1: Why in the world would anybody subject themselves to that?
0: Man, because gambling...
1: Why did you tell me that? It is
0: addictive. Why
1: did you tell me gambling that? Gambling
0: is fun.
1: It is fun. I love to gamble, man. Craps, little blackjack. I mean, I'm not very good. And I, I don't play often, but you know, when I play, I, I play for keeps. Yeah,
0: so you're either a hobby gambler or a professional gambler. No, I'm a hobby gambler. But you're not a problem gambler, right? Not
1: a problem gambler, no, man.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about gambling
1: today. Let's talk about problems. Let's put them on the couch. Let's do it.
0: All righty then.
1: What's up, buddy?
0: Man, I am excited to have you back, brother. Good to be back. Good Jason to be McCoy seeing. with you alongside my guest speaker. I can't call him a co-host anymore. He's not oh, here get enough. Get out
1: of here. Get out of here. Nelson I'm a co-host, Bowyer. co-host this thing. I'm, I'm driving for you. You're welcome.
0: I don't know if the audience can tell, but we've got some new mics in the studio today. Hopefully we got them dialed in. Sure We're do. trying to cut down on some of this uh, noise in and around my sumptuous studio, which is really just <laughs> right. a glorified garage. We're kind of close to the airport, ladies and gentlemen. So every now and then we have to deal with military and commercial flyovers. I've got a neighbor that likes to mow his lawn more than once a week. You know, it's...
1: Well, when, I, when I used to work night shift, Yeah, I had... I. Oh my God, people did that all the time to me. And it's not their fault. I mean, when are you going to mow your grass, right? But, right. Oh, there's nothing worse than being Huh? Don't people know we don't work very hard? We teach? Don't people know that?
0: Uh, they should. If Your they Your neighbors don't, then, should,
1: yeah. right? I mean, dude, you're off. One o'clock. Aren't you done?
0: Yeah, well, that's my problem. One, one 30. Man. I moved into a neighborhood where everyone else is already retired. And unfortunately, I don't have the money, because I am a teacher, to give. Um, I don't have the money to, to hire somebody to mow the grass for me.
1: Well, does your neighbor do it for you? He-
0: no, he he will mow a little bit for me. And if I, you know, take off on a vacation and forget to hire somebody while I'm gone, he will do it for me.
1: I'd mow my neighbor's lawn, but it's not because I like them. It's because they don't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Well, gambling, man.
1: Yeah, you going to buy your neighbor a lottery ticket? What would you do? Who would you give money to if you won a lottery? Uh, you. All right. What are you talking about? $10 million, I mean, I-
0: just... At least a couple hundred bucks, so you can get some new, uh, a
1: new new mic
0: and some better clothes. clothes. (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm thinking about 10 million for you and your family. I want enough so that you don't have to work anymore if you don't want to, or at least so you don't have to worry about you know college for your kids and retirement. I don't want you to have to work until you're 70.
1: All right, that makes sense.
0: Feel like by the time you make it 20, 25 years, and in it's time to hang up your coat and. Do something else, maybe something a little more fun. Go in a different direction. And money will definitely lef- let you do that.
1: Did you know only five states right now don't have a lottery?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, what, 37, 40? I thought it was 37 No, it's 45 at the state lottery. Oh, uh, state lottery. I was thinking about online betting, online sports betting. I a, think you uh, got... Yeah, we don't it's have good that in 30, either. Well, we've It's good in 37 states now, along with, what, Puerto Rico, Washington, D.C. I think there's seven states that currently are looking at the possibility of passing the law.
1: Do you, uh, well, but you know, here in North Toronto, that that damn casino thing held up our budget. So, I mean, it's something that our legislators kind of want. A lot of them, want, not enough, but a, one of, a lot of them really want it here.
0: Yeah, because they care so much about
1: education. You know oh, all yeah. the lottery oh, money yeah. that she we currently absolutely. have goes yeah. to education. It, when I was on the board, we got that question nonstop. Is a hey, oh, what you are you guys, doing with all that lottery money? <laughs> you guys have all that lottery money. So here's what it is. Yeah, right? tell us
0: about that lottery money. So
1: like sixty percent of it goes to things other than school. Only forty percent goes to school construction. Mm-hmm. The other sixty percent goes to stuff that the state pays for. So like your wife, right? She works for the school system. Yeah. Who signs her checks? The state? The state of North Carolina. Same with my wife, right? Yeah. So when the state of North Carolina says this money is going to schools, it's not going to your local school district. They're just using it to fund more positions. Ah, it's
0: like clawback. It's, it reminds me of what goes on with the um, insurance companies. I went to the pharmacy the other day, and they offered me my prescription for $25. That was with my copay, my insurance. However... When I asked them what the cash price was in the event that, say, somebody came up, wanted this medicine, and didn't have insurance, they told me it'd be $10. 10 bucks. And I said, wow, does the pharmacy make more money when someone has insurance? And they're like, no, no, no. The insurance company claws back the extra.
1: Wow, So the okay. pharmacy
0: gets $10 either way, but Blue Cross Blue Shield, in this instance, would get $16 back.
1: Wow. Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, it is crazy.
1: Yeah, we uh, got to—I don't know if we have a safe enough space to put insurance on the couch because I'll go postal. There's nothing I hate in this country more than insurance.
0: No. Hey, man, speaking of winning that uh, mega jackpot tonight— yeah. Let me give you another way of thinking about the odds. Oh,
1: please. Yeah. Keep going. Do you, do you remember
0: those little combination locks that we used to put on our lockers in school? I don't even know if you guys had lockers when you were in school.
1: Yes. Yeah. I um, remember like the ones three yeah, or right, So it was to the like, lo- it was Yeah, like it was like
0: zero to sixty on that thing. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. had to turn it um one way, then back the other, and then back then the other. Then you passed right?
1: the number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and, gotcha. and
0: and basically you had sixty options for each turn. Right. Right. So it could be one, eight, and twelve. So there were as many combinations as you could create with, with one to 60 three times. Tonight's $1.73 billion lottery drawing. Right. In order to win that, at minimum, you've got to guess correctly four number combinations. Not one to 60, but one to 70. What? And then a fifth combination, which is called the gold ball, the mega ball, I think you've got to guess it, and it's 1 to 25, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm correct. So five numbers averaging about 1 to 50. So imagine it's like trying to solve two combination locks almost. you got to open your friend's locker and another person's locker first try. Wow. Of course, the more tickets wow. you buy, the more <laughs> tries you would get, I guess. That's
1: right. That's right. So I'm just going to buy 10 tickets. Five tickets. I'll do five. I think I'm going to do
0: four. I'm going to do one for myself, one for my wife, and two by proxy for my kids.
1: So thank you for that wonderful, wonderful, uplifting message about the uh, the possibility of actually winning the lottery. Yeah. Uh, but do you actually when you do lottery? And by the way, I only play. And you can tell me if this is weird or not. I only play when above a billion. It's yeah, it's like a billion. Maybe I'll like take a peek at eight hundred. Yeah, it's like if,
0: if if. I'm going to eat something really really bad for me. I only do it if it's all you can eat. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. a buffet. Absolutely. I'll go to go to Corral and spend 20 bucks, but I don't want to go to like McDonald's and spend 20 bucks.
1: Well, do you think that there is any advantage to picking your own numbers?
0: I'm glad you asked that. I laugh
1: that. so hard cuz people are like, "Oh, let me pick this one." No, what are you I'm doing? So just, just glad
0: you asked that because it reminds me of what I just started with. I said, at minimum, you got to select the right I said, at minimum, you got to select the right numbers, right? Right. But if you want to win the $1.73 billion tonight, and you want to win it outright, you want to increase the odds that you are going to be the only winner, you had better let the machine pick for you. Absolutely. Because Absolutely, here's the thing. Dude. When you pick for yourself, you tend to use numbers that are things like birthdays, And your birthday only goes like up to 30 or 31 days. Right, Most people don't pick numbers like 40, 48, 50, 59, 70. Now, what that means is if the winning number happens to be like 8, 12, 16, 22, and 28, there's a decent chance that multiple people will have written those numbers in. Right. Just because they're common, they're related to like birthdays and whatnot. So... You're more likely to share a winning with people if you pick the numbers yourself.
1: Well, what about people who are really good guessers?
0: <laughs> I don't know if there's a such thing as a good guesser. Yes, you do. There's no. not such a
1: thing as a good guesser. No. There's no such thing Look. as somebody who guesses well. It's not a real thing. No,
0: there is no such thing as a good guesser. Right.
1: I always laugh at people. No, yeah. I'll, I'll pick it. I'll pick Oh, you go ahead. You pick it. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I mean,
0: maybe guess someone's weight, guess someone's age. I mean, the carnival barkers, I've seen that before. Hey, come over here. Let me guess your age. Let me guess your weight but no guessing uh maybe guessing jelly beans in a in a bottle but i don't think we can guess the numbers for the lottery.
1: You know politically like you know lotteries have always been even this one this one in North Carolina didn't start till 2005. That's right. We were one of the later states to get one. Obviously i just mentioned that in our most re- recent budget negotiation yep. we couldn't figure out the budget because people wanted gambling and there was a sizable block of republicans who were like no we're not doing gambling that's not <laughs> something that We value. It's not ethical. Do you think there's any ethical problem with gambling? Do you have an ethical problem? Well, I mean, if you care about
0: families, if you care about poor people, if you care about how addiction uh, can wreck people's lives, then, yeah, I mean, there's pretty good evidence from multiple um, sources that gambling is indeed correlated with violent crime, suicide,
1: but um, that's, isn't that underground? It's not playing the lotto, though, Jason.
0: No, but it's gambling in general. And I think gambling is anything that's uh, an entertainment of uncertainty, right? It's a, it's a way of turning instability into play, right? Okay. Um, it's a way of escaping or trying to simulate control of your life. And who needs to do that more than anyone? People that are already at risk. Kids, right. people who have mental illnesses, people who are prone to alcoholism, people who come from families of gamblers. I mean, so my fear is that gambling in general is stacked against people that are vulnerable.
1: I, I've, I've always, but it is big money, that. right? It's big I've money. I always agree. I always thought of it. Like if people want to, you, you do you, you know what I mean? I gamble, mm. you and I gamble every week. We have a, a football pool that we do sure. at, a, at a local coffee shop. You know, we, we bet 10 bucks, by the way, I, I did take the Dolphins on that double or nothing. So yeah, that zeroes back, us out. Zeroed zeroed out. Zero, but what are we doing? 10 bucks, 15 bucks, tie? Like, yeah. You know, a big thing we do for the- uh, Once a week, once a month, yeah. We, I think the biggest we've ever bet was 20 bucks on the NCAA tournament, sure. which of course you also lost. I mean, yeah, of course. I think it's important for our listeners to know who won that.
0: Hey, hey, you know, when you're gambling on your favorite team, what I do and what you should do, according to psychology, is you should always gamble against the team you love.
1: Yeah, I've heard that before.
0: This way, if you lose,
1: yeah, if, if you lose, then you still end up with a pile of cash.
0: Right, but right. if you do win the pile of cash, that justifies the fact that you bet against your team.
1: Can I tell you something though? And I'll be honest, <laughs> I've actually tried that before. Did it uh, make you feel any better? No, not really. And I'll be honest. Well, that's
0: because you bet on and like terrible teams like the Giants.
1: Right, but when I'm watching them, like they're they're if. Let's say I have a parlay. Like let's say I do a three-team parlay. My dad and I do it every week. We put twenty-five bucks on it. We do a three-team parlay. This is
0: starting to sound like more than just a casual gambler now. When you start I, using I, words like parlay.
1: No, we we each split twenty-five bucks. We pick three teams. We argue about the teams. But an
0: average person doesn't know that term, parlay.
1: Okay, so let me break it down for our listeners. A parlay is where you marry up a bet with another bet. Or in this case, we do three-team parlays. But what it is is you have to win all three bets in order to win the bet for a week. I see. So it's difficult, but it has a really high payout. Yeah. So and, like, and
0: let's face it, it's the risk that is so attractive, isn't
1: it? Oh, it's a lot of fun. So, like, we'll do you – know, most of the time we can get one game. Oftentimes we'll get two games, and we'll have that third game, and we'll have, you know, let's say a $50 bet. Right. We end up having some 400 bucks, $500 even, right. that is riding on the outcome and it, and of that one game. And, and that usually, makes it a lot of fun. And it's
0: usually, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't parlay, but... Um, you don't party? No, I don't parlay. <laughs> the longer the odds, the better the winnings, right?
1: The longer the odds, the better the and winnings. And so some right? people
0: like to parlay strange combinations, from my understanding, right? You'd want to like parlay, hey, the Giants are going to win this weekend, even though they're up against a pretty good team and we're gonna go ahead and bet with the Broncos and the Panthers
1: I mean if you do something like that it and they that, all would win. Pay out, that would pay out really really Yeah, big. that's Buster
0: we Douglas over Mike Tyson there
1: yeah we don't get that aggressive okay we, yeah sometimes we'll pick the favorites now like,
0: my understanding is that um the favorites don't always win so it's not a bad idea to kind of go with some underdogs
1: no you gotta go I mean it makes it more fun but sometimes you know if we're in a rut we'll just go heavy on three favorites mm-hmm. and you know if you bet 50 bucks on let's say three Teams that are heavily favored to win, you're still gonna clean like 70, 80 bucks out, but you gotta win all three games. So. Hey, let me
0: drop this truth bomb, this crazy statistic on you.
1: Yeah, it hit me.
0: Um when it comes to underdogs winning, there is one time a year in NFL football when they hardly ever win.
1: Is that week one?
0: Thanksgiving Day.
1: Really? Isn't that crazy? That's Thanksgiving weird. Day. I'm That's not sure weird. why
0: that is. Maybe it's because the same teams play and they kind of get used to it. It's in their culture. However, 74% of the time, I think, since we've been keeping score on Thanksgiving Day, the favorite has won.
1: That's weird. Yeah. That's weird.
0: So I guess that means the Cowboys are going to lose again this year.
1: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs>
0: oh, oh yeah, the <laughs> so Cowboys. Besides, so if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, today's topic is gambling.
1: Yeah, besides the lottery, besides sports mm. betting, um, got anything else? Here's another question I have for you. Mm -hmm. I've heard that when you actually go into a casino, Mm -hmm. that it's like psychologically engineered to keep you in there as long as possible, keep you gambling. Is that bull? That's absolutely legitimate. But you know what?
0: It is legitimate. Everything is designed. Look, there is a team of design engineers, product design engineers, that probably graduated from Stanford where all the in a, other Silicon a Valley... In psychology? No, degree in product design, believe it or not, who have not only engineered the environment and the bells and whistles, the sounds, the lights, whatever, in Vegas, but they've done the same thing to these little computers in our pockets. Which, oh, by the yeah. way, That is true. Which, by the way... That is true. ...are doing more to addict us than the Mafia and the Sackler family combined. For those of you don't know, Sackler family was the ones over Purdue Pharma, which basically addicted a whole generation of people to opioids. At any rate, this little machine in your pocket, and I dare say almost every American's pocket from, what, age 12 on, is doing more in terms of tickling those circuits related to addiction than any mafioso, than any drug pusher, any cartel has ever done, I would argue.
1: That's that's interesting. It's yeah. in, and you know, it's funny because a lot of people use those little devices to gamble. I I have a buddy who just swipes, swipe, 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 sure. swipe all
0: day. Well you know and I mean
1: he can lose, you know, four, five, right. six thousand dollars in a day and not batten eyes. No. This is sick.
0: And it's sick because that is the business model of gambling. It relies upon addiction. And what is addiction but neurochemical um, interactions in the brain, particularly in areas that handle pleasure. So it isn't surprising that addiction to video games, addiction to gambling, addiction to sex, addiction to shopping, addiction to drugs, have so many similarities from so a are neurochemical you at, are you, are you at, perspective. Are
1: you at risk? Are you at greater risk of becoming a gambling addict if you're a drug addict or an alcoholic?
0: Absolutely. Really? Yeah. A lot of people ask if you're... Um, have a certain personality. Is there such thing as a gam... Uh, excuse me, as An a addictive, addictive personality? personality. So, no, it's not black and white in that way. There are more variables. And basically, the more of these variables you have, the greater your risk of being a compulsive anything. For instance, having pre... Um, not pre... Having pre-existing mental health issues puts you at greater risk for impulse control disorders, gambling, a la drug addiction. Having... Substance abuse problems puts you at risk. Become, being a member of a family that has members who also have these kinds of problems puts you at greater risk.
1: Really? Yeah. I did, I did not know that.
0: Now, what puts us at the greatest risk is Winning. the very net... Winning. Win, no, that's funny. You know, I used to think Somebody it was well. Somebody did tell me
1: that, that, that losing is actually the bigger driver of the behavior. It's
0: literally neither.
1: I thought what? the same... Thing for most of my
0: academic it, career. Because
1: I, I get such a high out of Right, I win. let me
0: tell you. And it
1: happens all the time a, when we gamble. You see, know that. I know. You know well, that, that's dude. how
0: I know it can't be winning. Because <laughs> yeah. I, too, like to play, but I rarely win.
1: Yeah, that's true. And that's let me admit point, it.
0: Man. Let me admit something. Losing, it hurts like hell, but clearly it's not a deterrent because people lose all the time and keep playing. It turns oh. out the human brain is engineered by evolution to be motivated by playing, so so it's pulling the slot.
1: Oh, I hate those and slots.
0: anticipating. By the way, the slot machine is responsible for the most gambling in I human know history, that.
1: and it has the worst odds though. It doesn't in have great casino, odds, no. Of course, the, the house worst.
0: always wins. I mean, oh, wait, they, in
1: human history, yeah,
0: in human history, it turns not human history. No, Obviously, you? we probably bet on things like how far can you throw the rock. Oh, dude, I? we
1: got to get into some of the history behind this stuff. Yeah, but we, I will
0: say. Um, Right now, currently, there is more gambling, more money-changing hands over the slots in Vegas than really anything else. Although sports gambling is right up there now. Um, It's about a $4 $4 trillion business now. It now surpasses all revenue from movies, books, and I want to say music.
1: Did did you hear about have you read all the stuff about Phil Mickelson?
0: Absolutely. He this he, guy's he, gambled
1: billions. He he gambled one billion dollars with a total loss of a hundred million.
0: Of course the guy's worth probably five hundred million dollars. I don't care million. how
1: much you're worth, that's a big hit. But you
0: know what? In some ways, we're gambling with everything. We're gambling with our health. We're gambling with our life when we take a low paying job. That's not thing. Or the when same we take thing. a college that major not that's the not the going to give thing. us a job. I it's mean, not the no, same. it's not the same thing, but Let's face it, in this capitalistic, commodity-based economy that we have, that's now global, is there really anything that we can't bet on, that we don't bet on? We do I mean, bet
1: on everything. The only Dude, look thing— look at the commodity the, yeah, market. Now you there's can only, literally bet on anything. Right.
0: The only thing that is a vice nowadays is just being broke. Uh, <laughs> you're— as yeah, long as you've got like money, talents. you can yeah. bet on anything the, you the want. The
1: gospel of talents. Yeah, absolutely. And Amen. A,
0: and speaking of gambling in sports, can you remember just what, 20, 30 years ago? Hell, maybe only 20, maybe only 15 years ago. If you mentioned the word gambling as a sports commentator before, during, or after a game, you would be shunned. You'd be kicked off the airwaves. Now, routinely, they give you advice. Charles Barkley Not is telling advice. us what the odds are that someone's going to kick a field goal. He's in bed with DraftKings and other celebrities like Jalen Rose has a contract. And FanDuel. And all all I can think about, all I can think about is poor Pete Rose.
1: Dude, that's totally different. It is you cannot not Pete Rose. Me, that oh is one hundred percent He bet on the games that he was managing. Yes, what? Totally different. Every single coach totally in
0: different. the NFL, every single owner, every single freaking player can bet on themselves. Wait, you, I mean, in wait, fact, hold
1: on. we got two different arguments. Are you saying no. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame? Because I'm with you there, hundred I'm with you there. And he punish- also
0: shouldn't be shunned, or he shouldn't be like. The nose turned up at him because he gambled.
1: Oh no, I, t- I I will turn my nose up all day. No way.
0: So let me ask you: and If I a running Pete back Rose, in the NFL I met, this week, I met Pete Rose. if a running back in the NFL this week is betting on himself in fantasy football,
1: that's totally different.
0: What if he's betting against himself in fantasy football and he's on the field taking three touches? I have a big every- problem with it. It happens. I'm sure it does. Prove it doesn't. It absolutely. There's no rule right now oh, okay. that so says yeah. you can or no, can't. I liked it. Right. Bet. So
1: just terrible. terrible. We'll forget Pete Rose did anything wrong. Yeah, we should. Forget he sabotaged his own team. I think He's, you're going a little far oh, with that.
0: On. There's no evidence he that he sabotages. Oh God, he was the, the player team. manager.
1: I don't care what he was. He had control of the personnel on the field and stood to make money if those players performed the poorly. Networks, come on. the
0: networks Give me a have break. control. Give me a break. The networks have control. They they are in bed with DraftKings and all of these other betting. um, What do you
1: mean in bed? How do you know that?
0: Well, I mean, it's 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 well documented well, so who's on not, the board. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's who, my point. Who's on one that, another's board? No,
1: I, that's what I'm saying. It's not like oh, they're in bed. It's a sneaky thing. I mean, that's what it is. Well, look, sports what who are, are you, Donald a, Trump?
0: As long as it's as long as it's technically on the books <laughs> and you're doing it on the up and up, it's okay. No, I'm not saying Come that. Come on, yeah, these guys I'm, are above board because they're announcing to the not saying world. That.
1: You're saying that Pete Rose didn't do anything wrong because Draft Kings and the networks. No, you're I, in bed I do believe he
0: did something wrong. But it's kind of like my uncle's in prison for the rest of his life for selling like an ounce of weed. And then, you know.
1: I, I get what you're saying. I we get you're saying. now
0: have dispensaries that have warehouses full of yeah, ganja. You're,
1: you're saying that the crime for Pete Rose doesn't fit the punishment. That's which i saying. Which I understand. So,
0: yes. Yeah, should he retroactively be placed in the Hall of Fame? 100%. Yeah, but, you know. This guy.
1: Baseball doesn't actually control who was goes in and out of the Hall of Fame. Was the best at
0: putting the bat on the ball and keeping the ball in place since Ted Williams. Fight me about it. Yeah. Charlie Hustle, man. Was Would, there ever anybody who looked as unathletic, who had the underdog look. Other than maybe Rudy from Notre Dame fan.
1: Yeah, I would say any baseball player in the 70s. <laughs> Dude, these guys were, these guys look, those guys
0: took smoke breaks in yeah, between I, innings, I, I didn't used, they?
1: I used to be so confused when I was a kid because I'd get <laughs> baseball cards from the 70s. I was born in 83. Yeah. I started collecting cards in the 90s. You're like, Ron say, you, he looks get, like a penguin. You'd get like a 78 card. These dudes had thick glasses, thick and mustaches, and like, yeah, cigarettes
0: like, hanging out of their mouth. How the
1: are these guys? Yeah. They play what? Yeah, they oh, weren't geez. athletes. Yeah, I thought they spent their whole lives just eating the gum oh. out of the cards. Those guys were huge.
0: Yeah. You know, I was thinking, um, in 2018, isn't that, I think that's when the Supreme Court overturned that federal law that basically said you couldn't gamble on professional or amateur events in the United States, certainly not online gambling. Yeah. And, and they basically, you know, kind of wiped that law out and then the floodgates well, you, opened. What
1: well, do you think? Because it all really started. The floodgates started to open and creep open with fantasy sports. And, you know, 2016, a lot of states started authorizing fantasy sports gambling yeah. or fantasy sports books. Then you had, like, BetMGM. Do you think that fantasy sports are gambling? Because it's not quite chance. I mean, it is to an extent. But I do I, think— I
0: think fantasy sports— um is quite a, there's quite a bit of luck, tiny bit of skill. It's like cards or anything else. So I, I don't have a problem with it in terms of worrying about the deck being stacked against you or there being like, um, you know, um, what's it called whenever someone is stacking the deck. Like just- fixing, I don't. I don't worry about yeah, fixing in fantasy sports necessarily. Well, I'm,
1: going I don't back know about that. But going back to what we're saying, because- I am worried
0: about a person who's playing running back this weekend, and he's got on his fantasy sports team another running back, and it's tied to a bet.
1: No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I um I can attest it's not fixed. I just lost Justin Jefferson for four weeks. I mean, why can't he play through it? He'll By the be way, fine. there was a running
0: back last week who said, man, I had a good day, but it was really weird as I was running the ball. I think he carried for like 170 yards. Yeah, he said yeah. because in fantasy football – I was playing I saw against that. myself. I
1: saw that. And again, <laughs> that there's weird. maybe
0: there's no money attached that, to that. But it's still though. kinda weird.
1: Wouldn't that be weird to go and like draft yourself? I don't know. Like that would just see your Well, name I mean it's on. the
0: ultimate embedding on yourself. I
1: think it'd be funny if you were like one of those players that you know you, you spend all your money on a weekly fantasy team on DraftKings, and then you have, like, one player and you only have $1,200 left. It would be funny to be that player. Yeah. Like, go down, you're at the bottom of the 53-man roster, you're at the bottom of your DraftKings roster.
0: Man, well, we know that things that sort of now we've thrown caution to the wind and say, yeah, anything goes. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, there's still one thing that you cannot gamble on. You know what it is?
0: Um, no, because, I mean— I gambled on some pretty strange things during the pandemic, I have to it, admit. It
1: is a federal crime, a serious federal crime. To gamble on an election. To gamble on a presidential election. Now, you can do it in, wow, like, you can you can go to an Irish betters market, mm-hmm. um, and, and there are ways to do it, but it is a federal crime to gamble on a presidential election is or any right? federal election. So don't do it.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember, I don't remember because I wasn't alive, but around what? Turn of the 20th century, um, 1905 or so, there were like roving police forces that went around New York City and would try to like stamp out gambling and all sorts of other like um, problem behaviors. I mean, they would like bang on the door and like crash the uh, card game.
1: So, for I mean, again, this isn't like the 20th century. You go back all the way, gambling has always carried an element of moral. Compromise, right? At sure. The, and uh, governments have always worked to regulate or mm-hmm. limit gambling. Yeah. The church has certainly done this. Well,
0: I mean, the church—they do agree that you should gamble a little, but they say like make a what? the best uh, Pascal's wager, make the right wager. They say, <laughs> they say, look, hey, do you, you <laughs> b- got to believe in God because if there is a God, then you do win. However, one. if you bl- if you don't believe in God and there's a God, then you lose.
1: A god that the moral it demands like that type of moral behavior. I'll be honest with you, that kind of always, always infuriated yeah. me. Also, it doesn't do seem like th- a lot of
0: fun to go to heaven if there's not going to be at least a couple of card games there,
1: right? I mean, don't do you really think God is sitting up there and being like, "Did you just?" First of all, first of all, you never double down on a bet like that. You know, you never split tens. What is he doing? Or you never split eights. Yeah. But like, what is what is it? You really think God is that invested? So what kind in my of idiot are you
0: picking Justin Jefferson? Everybody knows that guy's overvalued.
1: Yeah, was, that was my first overall pick. Uh, of course, it was, it was my was. first overall. Uh, I guess I'm going to hell.
0: No, but apparently you believe you believe <laughs> yes. in Kirk Cousins a little more than most people. do. I don't believe in. I believe he's in Jefferson. He's not bad. He's not I bad. In Jefferson.
1: You know he's thrown for like the second most yards and second most touchdown passes in the last three years.
0: Yeah, just to other people. On the you other team, right?
1: Don't hate on cousins. No, I think in he's the a In the words of 21st century philosopher Taylor Swift, haters gonna hate. Yeah. Tell my daughter, so I don't want my daughter will listen. I just dropped a Swifty reference.
0: Yeah, so your daughters probably are watching football now because Taylor but do Swift you, do you put up. You, uh,
1: you don't think there's any re- is there a reason for governments to get involved here or to re engage? I mean, do you wanna see you said throwing caution in the wind? Do you want to see this expanded even more? Yes. Why?
0: Because I want all drugs to be legal. I want prostitution to be legal. I want all these things Sounds that like we you're call— you ready
1: for spring break. No, <laughs> I just
0: want all of these things that the government's trying to regulate and control to be legal so that it's not a regressive sort of punishment or fine on average ordinary people who are the most vulnerable to begin with. But Look, it is— if, Let's if you, admit if, it. If, if a legalize... rich person gets caught doing drugs, buying prostitutes, or anything else that we consider illegal or taboo, within reason— They're going to get a slap on the wrist at best because they can get themselves out. They know the system, they can pay for the right attorneys. But my uncle, who's in prison for life after selling a couple of ounces of marijuana, again, I don't really have an uncle that's in prison for life. However,
1: he's been paroled. It wouldn't be that
0: big of a sentence because most of my uncles die in their 40s from diabetes or lung cancer from smoking.
1: Did they gamble? I'm sure. Yeah
0: They gambled when they first This is my problem When they but, first took that hit of a cigarette You know,
1: my mother used to own uh, two casino or Two casinos two Well, casinos. I mean, they were, they were essentially casinos They were two gas stations I mean, the the bet on gas paid oh, every time Oh, the bodega But she would, I'm telling you She would see people come in on payday Yeah And just Drop like Drop it all Give me the scratchy lottos Yeah And they would sit there and uh, Just card after card yeah. after card after card and they would blow half a paycheck. Of course. I mean.
0: But, What's the allure, And, that, huh? and
1: that's, that's going to, fu- we're going to say, okay, well, that type of addictive behavior, uh, you know, placed upon people who really shouldn't be doing it, who mm-hmm. can't afford to do it. We're going to use that to fund our schools. Well, you know, I mean. We Why don't used we just to, tax people more to fund our schools? We
0: used to sell cigarettes and there wasn't a warning label on it. We found out that these companies who manufactured these cigarettes had internal documents that not only let the world know they knew but that they were exploiting and that they were trying to make cigarettes more addictive to the young because they knew that if they could addict you when you were young, they'd have a user for life.
1: Well, let me, let me ask you a Today, stupid question. Today,
0: we know that young people are way more vulnerable to gambling than older people, and once they start as a youngster, it's more likely they're going to continue throughout their life. Now, what I mean by that is, what I mean to say is, at the very least— these companies, these television broadcasts, NBC Sports even, uh, the Jalen Rose and Charles Barkley's of the world, I feel like they have an ethical responsibility to create that little disclaimer that says, hey, but sports betting can be problematic. Neuroscientifically, it's no different than drug addiction. The so- idea
1: that children, young people, are watching NBC Sports and Charles Barkley is adorable. No. They're not they, No, that's, those, not those, they're those, that's not why they're no, gambling. That's not why they're gambling. Again, those those they're gambling. disclaimers need to come from somewhere else. No,
0: that's a place that it can come from, it's just, gotta to come remind, from your phone. just to remind just to remind my come. parents that they need to be supervising these phones a little right, more.
1: Right Yeah, it definitely needs right. to come from the
0: phone. So, but again, I mean, we shouldn't play naive like, "Oh, you know, uh, everybody to himself and every um, person needs to just regulate themselves and let's Let's be the libertarians and make sure everybody has the right to make any decision they want. I when, mean, sometimes is, the deck is stacked against you.
1: I'll tell you what I want to do. Poor people
0: can't make the right decisions because they are vulnerable. The uneducated can't make, always make the right decisions because they're uneducated. The, the addicted, the person that's already been addicted since childhood themselves, they are wrapped up in the throes of all of this. All but right. to the addict... To the addict, there, there's this possibility of a better way, getting back to normal, having a better life. I feel like it's kind of like Schrodinger's kitten in physics, right? If you don't look in the you box, is me. the cat dead or no. is it alive? The argument is if you don't look in the box, you no. don't know if the cat's dead or alive, so the cat is actually both and neither. Likewise, if the wheel is spinning from your pool, if the balls are spinning from the lotto night, right, you are avoiding reality and you don't have to face any consequences in your life as long as the wheel keeps spinning.
1: That's so funny because that a lot of times it is gambling. That's so funny because a lot of times in the morning because like, I don't stay up with the numbers. I mean, I do. You don't look at something. the winning numbers right I away, do you? I, I just like... You want to hold on. I just want to hold on to that belief. Right. Like that feeling. Maybe.
0: So as you're scratching, Maybe. as you're scratching, you can imagine what's happening neurochemically.
1: Yeah, you could, you're actually thinking... It's the thinking, playing. Hey, I could be... I could my be life could be totally different right now. I just mm-hmm. don't know yet. I'm, I'm this close to finding it By the way, that's why that I would never, ever,
0: changed. ever watch a game that's already been played like on I can't Cape do Delay. that either.
1: I cannot do that Because either. there needs
0: to be the possibility that the outcome can be something other than
1: what it is. is. I'm so with you there. By the way, I think I've told you
0: this before. I was at a person's house once. In fairness, uh, he gets a pass because he's not from America. You may even imagine who I'm talking about. He had us all go over to his house for a Duke-UNC game, right? Okay. So we're all sitting around in the living room having drinks, watching the game, and, you know, people are dropping threes and missing and going to the foul line and, At some point, a person sitting over in his kitchen area screams out, yes, as if one of the teams have scored, right? But as we're all watching on TV, it appears as though that hasn't happened yet. What do we know? He said that he had paused the network so that he could run through the commercials during the game before we got there. Oh, we were watching it like 10 minutes behind or even five minutes, but people were livid.
1: Oh, I'd be so I've been
0: rooting for something that could not happen. I would be so psychologically. I need to believe that my rooting, that my superstition, that my finger crossing, that my prayers
1: can work. Well, I mean, when people go to casinos, they have all sorts of business. Oh, I'm going to sit on the third machine, the, the third slot machine, uh, machine to the yeah, left. Yeah, all kinds and, of superstitions. And on my fourth pole, I'm gonna you know stick my tongue out. People are like, that. By the
0: way, I get it because, frankly, it's possible. It's possible that something you do might change the outcome. It's not likely, but I guess theoretically it's about, it's, possible. So right? what you're saying is, in that, terms of particle physics, I guess it's <laughs> somehow possible. It's, it's However, if the events already the happen, <laughs> yeah. But if the events already happened, there's no way.
1: Right. No, no exactly. Way. So let's take a quick break, and then I want to come back. I want to talk about when a gambling problem actually becomes a problem.
0: Yeah, let's do that. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Blackjack.
0: So, for those who are just joining us, we are talking about gambling today on the couch, betting. Hell yeah, addiction.
1: Hell yeah, I love talking about gambling. So, look, uh, I was curious because we were talking about gambling addiction, gambling problem. Um, when does a gambling habit become problematic? And just let me preface this by saying, you know, all hail Michael Jordan. All right, yeah, but yeah. this dude gambles yeah he makes phil mickelson look
0: like small change
1: i mean and he and he said look i remember uh, when he was playing the knicks in the playoffs they were down i think they were down on two and or maybe they're down on one whatever he went off and started gambling in atlantic city it was a big scandal people got pissed off i don't know what are you doing you can't do that Uh, of course it didn't matter because i don't know if you know this but michael jordan is um michael jordan
0: yeah two two by the way billion dollars of net worth right now Made it to the Forbes 400 list this year. There
1: he is. There he is. Yeah. So,
0: and by the way, I don't consider it gambling when you bet on Michael Jordan.
1: Oh, it's so a sure if he thing, was betting baby. on himself, sure thing. That
0: was honestly like easy money. He's That's playing with easy
1: money. It's like going and playing blackjack when you you know can count cards. By the way, that
0: will to win. Yeah, I, I've never seen another athlete other than maybe Tom Brady and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but that he has it.
1: He talks about it and he says it's not just a will to win; it's a will to compete. He said, "Yeah, I, I'm not hurting. My family's fine. Mm-hmm. My kids are doing good. Just what do you, to compete. you care what I do? Like, well, I, there you go. I just, right? I just need." High that comes from well, there you winning. go, so, which
0: is the high that comes from competing. You mean sp- playing?
1: Playing. We just Having need to be putting in the, putting game. In the work. Having Look, skin I in think the game.
0: Kobe he said it himself many times. He was addicted to going to the gym and throwing the ball up to the net when nobody's around.
1: Oh yeah, two dude. in the morning.
0: He goes, man, I got lots of satisfaction.
1: Did right. you, uh, Being in the
0: trenches. Did baby. you ever watch that? Mamba?
1: Did you know that thirty for 30, no, 30 for 30, no. Get to, the last dance, the documentary. of Michael Jordan. Of course, the, you, dude is sitting there throwing quarters as Against close the to wall. the wall as mm. possible to with, see with who,
0: with one of the uh security guys. <laughs> right, <laughs>
1: he's betting twenty dollars. it's
0: funny when the security guy wins one, he does that little shoulder shrug like Jordan used to do. And like, he oops, yet, he's I like, don't know was, how I did
1: that. Well, he's like, Oh, let's go again. Like, oh, yeah. it's, so.
0: And yeah, he got just excited gambling and competing for when $20 he, as he would for an NBA title.
1: When does it become a problem? What is enough enough?
0: Well, look, I am not a psychologist nor was I trained as one. Actually, I was trained as one. But I'm so not what a are you psychologist. Talking about? Well, I was just going to say I don't like to dispense psychological or psychiatric advice or not, uh, or or information. I don't want I want to preface this by saying I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. However, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, 5th edition, text revision that was just put out a few years ago, which is the psychiatrist's Bible, basically argues that there are both substance addictions as well as behavioral addictions, and that they have the same sorts of symptoms, the same criteria. The only difference is with a behavioral addiction, there is no physical addiction necessarily. And with substances, you often have physical addiction. But everything else, let me just preface this by saying Everything else is the same. So if we were to go and look at a DSM uh, diagnostic we'll criteria,
1: it you pull it up. Yeah, yeah, pull it up. Let's see what it says. DSM four diagnostic five, criteria five for
0: for the five tr. What does the tr stand for? Again? A text revision. Text it's, revision. It's, there's, got it, there's two got it. fifth editions, and the one is the newest one. The text revision. Gotcha. Anyway, for yeah, gambling, it it's it's considered a behavioral addiction. Okay. Um, okay. And to put that in perspective. Cool. Is, me, uh, video, game, video, video game, video game, gaming, yeah, gaming gambling. A, okay. um, what about what about sex, cell phone use? Sex, cell phone use. I don't know, but definitely video gaming, um, sex, spending money, gambling, like shopping, excessive shopping. Non-substance addictive behaviors in the context of D. How are they
1: treated though? Aren't they treated medically? Uh, similarly,
0: similarly, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got some cognitive behavioral therapies that can be employed to help uh, overcome your impulsivity if there's anxiety or depression or other kinds of related factors you can address those
1: you know they have they have gamblers anonymous right so they they actually have 12-step programs for gamblers (laughs) i don't
0: know that you necessarily have to believe in god in order to break free of any addiction but you know for what it's (laughs) worth do you
1: yeah um, what about a don't they have don't they have sex addiction anonymous don't they have like Sex Addicts Anonymous? Yeah,
0: Sex Addiction Anonymous. They sex. Have,
1: yeah, they have Sex Addicts Anonymous. Yeah. Right? They have all, all these, uh, so all these behavioral addictions, I guess what I'm saying is they can be treated very similar to alcohol addiction. Yeah, exactly. Or, or In fact, there, addiction. there
0: are some medications that we now know kind of incidentally can be used to reduce the impulsivity or the obsessive compulsiveness associated with things like um, compulsive gambling. For instance, really? we just found out recently that drugs like Wagovi, Ozempic, you know, there's new weight loss weight drugs loss that drugs. are really meant yeah. to treat diabetes, but we found out that they incidentally will help people uh, refrain from eating as much. Right. We're also finding that those people who are on Wagovi and Ozempic report that they don't have as great an interest in shopping anymore. They don't have as great an interest in gambling. So it's actually sort of a incidental side effect that they're actually Less impulsive what about if, other things, not a, just eating.
1: But what if you have a healthy relationship with like sex or gambling? Uh, does it dem- the it, can it? Yeah, does it, does we it don't have that. that kind of, too? No, it's not dialed like, in that dialed finely, it, right? We don't, keep we don't. We don't. The medicines like don't discriminate medicine. quite
0: that well. That'd okay. be nice, wouldn't it? Where you yeah, could just kind awesome. of go and pick the um, impulsivity uh, uh, pill for gambling, but. You know, don't pick the one for sex. You still want the one for sex, but not for gambling.
1: Yeah, exactly. No,
0: I I don't think it works that way. Our brains,
1: well, whatever, whatever our brains aren't
0: quite like a Swiss Army knife, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you...
0: There's not a there's not a part of the brain for sex and a part of the brain for drugs and a part of the brain for gambling. It's kind, it's kind the of same the same part. system at same least, system. least, right? Yeah, sure. We refer to it as the pleasure pathways. Yeah, and dopamine, the chemical that you probably heard of, is associated with pleasure. Is very much associated with the formation of addictions. What? Both pharmaceutical or drug addictions as well as non-substance or behavioral addictions. And by the way, we used to think dopamine was released differentially when you won. Yeah. and it's maybe not. it would fall whenever you lost. It turns out that dopaminergic activity increases again when you're playing when you're pulling that slot okay. when you are yet to discover if your efforts have proved victorious or have proved that you're a failure.
1: But they have to diminish rapidly when you oh, have discovery. in fact, of, in just, fact, because I've seen grown men listen, go to pieces in a casino. Did you know? Puddles.
0: Did you know that ten percent of men report this strange existential depression, this reduced mood following orgasm? It's called a really? post. It's called a post coital treatise. No. Treatise is French for like a depressed mood. What we believe. Is that they are sensitive to the dopamine drop that occurs right after orgasm. Really?: Yeah. And it feels not clinical, it's not like clinical depression, but it is close to that intensity. The good news is it doesn't, most for most men, it doesn't last that long. But like in the immediate aftermath, if I can use that term of orgasming.
1: Ten you know, percent of term. men
0: report well because it's a good term. You know, that. then I got to use eruption, and I got <laughs> <laughs> to use you know bomb.
1: Okay, yeah. See, I don't, I don't. You're just. I think you're describing orgasm like pre twenties. Yeah. I guess <laughs> eruption. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. you know the
0: category in the the official category in the DSM um five tr has to do with substance related related and you know other addictive disorders.
1: But but back to that post coital. Depression. What, so uh, it, it, are you saying that something similar happens when people lose? Well, it, that there's, I mean, obviously you're going to be depressed. You lost a lot of money, but, you know, I have had. 100%. Yeah. Yes. So there's, there's something that happens when, when a person loses. You lose loses. testosterone. You, testosterone but, but falls. We've of, already talked about that. Wouldn't that kind of like reinforce <laughs> you to go back to be like, well, shit. I mean, I got to get that back. 100 Because if the playing is what's. Giving you the payoff, yeah. uh, chemically speaking, in your brain. You
0: got to go back and play and, again. And the
1: loss is, you know, taking it away. You got to just well, all you so have to do. All you have to do to get back to zero is to play. Is to play. Again. And here's the thing: wow, the that's, desire that's to get back
0: to zero, the desire to get back to to normal or baseline, is a cognitive thing, right? right? Because right, yeah. your body doesn't know the difference between you know being in the hole fifty dollars or being even at zero or right. being up fifty. That's not really that dramatic, but intellectually we are smart enough to know I'm down 50. I need to get back to zero to make myself whole. Um, this, by the way, is the same kind of thing we believe keeps people in the stock market too long. Sure. They hang on yeah, to, their, yeah, to the yeah, losers yeah, yeah. too long. Um, in economics, I believe that's referred to as sunk cost. If you've put a lot of money, time, yes. energy into something, yes. even when that thing has proven valueless, it's, it's, it's losing money every day, people will hang on. And say to themselves, "I will sell it off if I can just get back fifty percent of what I lost. If I can just get back thirty percent of what I lost. If I ever get back ten thousand, I'm going to sell it. They'll go all the way to zero.
1: Well, you talk about legalized gambling. I can promise you that's legalized. Did you ever see that uh, movie? Um, What was it called? It was about uh, it was uh,
0: gangs in New York. No, it
1: was about money. Hold on, let me think. It was about the Stock market crash. The Big Short. Ever seen The Big, big short? short?
0: Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's actually a top 10 right now. Yeah, on Netflix. On one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, I love you, that. You,
1: you go and you, you, know, you can actually short any market, right? Of course. You can bet. Uh, you know, they, Which,
0: by the way, you really can't because GameStop was all about that, and they went nuts about that. They don't like it when the little man games short, the system. Uh, that's right. Yeah,
1: well, hey. You meant
0: to say if you're a venture capitalist, if, if you have.
1: Yes, if, if you have value yeah, to begin in society, with, if you have to value to with. the broader market. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like, that is the ultimate legalized gambling. Um, You know, only like 10% of Americans are invested, but it's funny because most Americans will use (laughs) the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ as some sort of gauge for how the economy is Yeah, how healthy
0: the economy is.
1: Like, when it went to nothing, when it jumped up, I mean, I guess my interest rates might change based on what the Fed decides to do with X, Y, or Z. And and maybe that factors a little bit into there. It doesn't matter. Are you invested?
0: Yeah, of course. Are you? I mean, I think we all you are 401- to some degree. Yeah, yeah, I do have a small 401 k. I've got an IRA. I'm not
1: to any degree. My we've friend. got.
0: Um. Yeah, you are. Of course, you are. You're. You're. You're, in, you're invested. If you are working for the state of North Carolina, because they're investing six percent of your paycheck every month.
1: I suppose. Right. I, I mean. But- now
0: it's a defined benefit. They're supposed to give you a certain percentage of your earnings based upon your high four average or whatever. Some some little mathematical formula, right? After right. a certain number of years, but. I guess theoretically if the stock market crashed and never came back before you retired, I mean the state of North Carolina would be in pretty dire straits. Maybe they would pay you what they promised you, maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. Uh, All I will say is it's heads I win, tails you lose. If the state of North Carolina, you know, has a windfall with respect to the money they've invested from your check every month. Right. They're not gonna pay you more than that defined benefit. Yes, they will.
1: No. <laughs> you don't think so? No. No,
0: probably not. No, not, probably, not. probably not.
1: Probably yeah, you not. Know. But getting
0: back to what you're asking, like, what are some of the um, symptoms associated with a behavioral disorder? Again, I think I would talk about craving. I think I would talk about impulsivity. I think I would talk about lying, stealing, cheating in order to get access to whatever it is that is your focus, be it internet porn, gambling, shopping, Drug addiction. Um, yeah, there's, there's clearly psychological um, addictions. There's psychological side effects. There's psychological uh, withdrawal symptoms. I don't know that there's any behavioral addiction that has physical withdrawal symptoms. There may be. I'm not aware of any right off the top of my head. But, like, you know, we know with a lot of drugs, there are physical withdrawal symptoms. If you don't have that drug in you at a certain dosage, then your body reacts unfavorably.
1: Well, I know if you continue to lose gambling, you can start crying randomly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without, but uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't imagine. I would be kind of strange. Like, so there's no like, there's no shakes. There's no neurological symptoms associated with like, let's say you have an a internet porn addiction right. or a sex addiction. No. Like if you can't have sex. Look, I'm no not going to tell symptoms. you
0: that there aren't. I'm not going to tell you that you wouldn't get anxious. I'm not going to tell you that you wouldn't sweat. I'm not going to tell you that there wouldn't be some things that make you think it's physical. However, there's no physiological explanation for it right now. Right, you
1: don't need to go on, you know. But it is interesting that there are medications
0: that can indeed change your behavioral addictions or your experience with that stimuli. Again, Wagovi and Ozempic is showing some, some signs of being able to temper people's Well, I told you, I told, you, I told
1: you in our last episode that I was, or, well, I don't know, if it was the last one when we were talking to each other. I was telling you I have attention deficit disorder. Sure. So, you know, I do have elevated levels of dopamine in my brain. Do people with attention deficit disorder? Are they more likely to gamble? Are they more susceptible to yeah. not just gambling, but any, any type, impulse control any problems alcoholism drug yes addiction. yes, Are yes they really?
0: yeah there's it's and it's correlation not causation but yeah sure, sure. because to the extent that adhd is indeed a psychological disorder whether you like that term or not i already said that one of the sort of precursors or one of the correlates of gambling addiction hell one of the correlates of most addictions whether they're behavioral or pharmaceutical is indeed having a prior history of psychological dysfunction. Right,
1: right. And that
0: that includes, but is not limited to, if you've got an anxiety disorder, right. if you've got a mood disorder, if you've got a personality disorder, if you've got, yes, uh, a what's called um, neurodevelopmental disorder, which we used to call pervasive disorders of childhood, I think, in the old DSMs. This is autism spectrum, ADHD, and the like.
1: All right, so look, uh, while we wrap up here... Oh,
0: before I do, I want to mention, there's one other sort of little um, fact, tidbit of information that I want to drop on you that you might find interesting that kind of demonstrates how interconnected the brain and pharmaceuticals and behavior and disorders are. People who were treated early on with um, drugs to reduce their symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Again, Parkinson's is a movement disorder related to the demise of a structure in the brain called the substantia nigra. This part of the brain is tiny but mighty. It manufactures... Much like myself. It manufactures 95% of all the brain's dopamine. Okay. So if you damage the substantia nigra, and by the way, Parkinson's disease is sort of the, the ultimate. Um, you've damaged it. There's disease there. You're not producing... Dopamine. So in, in addition to pleasure, dopamine also handles movement. So as you might imagine, you get substantial damage to the substantia nigra. That's, that's a mouthful. And you turn, is into, that why people- you turn into Muhammad Ali, right? Like he, he, yeah. has, he has, or he had before he died, Parkinson's. Well, <clears throat> early treatment with drugs like levodopa, which is like an artificial dopamine, They were literally giving people this levodopa. Michael J. Fox has taken it. Um, People in uh, various movies, like people in various movies, have taken these kinds of drugs. You've probably seen it before, but anyway, it it wakes them back up. The the movie with Robin Williams, Awakening. Well, what we found was one of the side effects to giving people with Parkinson's levodopa is that literally, like overnight, when their dopaminergic activity raised, they. Wanted to gamble. They wanted to do other things impulsively.
1: That's crazy. Right? So crazy. they got more
0: interested in sex. They got more interested in spending money. They got more interested in gambling. That's so crazy. that's one of those sort of unanticipated well, side effects. Grandpa yeah. can now move about a little better and start talking, but he's,
1: he's online to looking at porn and trying to
0: find a date.
1: And getting ready to move to a casino. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned. And I don't mean to suggest no, that no, no, flippantly. No. I mean, but you, you mentioned movement. Um, so I'm guessing that this is why if dopamine is part of what controls movement, this is probably why part of the diagnostic process involves, uh, you know, whether or not a kid can you know, sit still. Uh, uh,
0: I don't know, but yeah, I mean with, with ADHD, I'm assuming you're referencing. Um, yeah. The ADHD three big, me. the three big things associated with ADHD are, as you probably know, impulsivity, yeah. distractibility, yeah. and hyperactivity. Oh
1: yeah. There yeah.
0: you go. By the way, I mean, we need to, we need to have a conversation about ADHD sometime because my perspective has, and will probably always continue to be that there is no light without dark. There's no winning without losing. There's no good without bad. I believe in the whole yin and yang, even though yeah, I'm not religious. You're Buddhist. I'm not Getting deep. However, I do believe that like there are benefits to having ADHD Did and you? it may be hard to see them sometimes, but I believe that ADHD in some ways is like having a superpower. It's just that, if we focus only on, say, the distractibility, then we fail to appreciate the upside of distractibility, which I would argue is curiosity. Right. 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 And so I think all of those things that I mentioned—distractibility, hyperactivity, and impulsivity—they all have upsides. There's a flip sure, side sure. to it, right? Yeah. So.
1: Well, speaking of distractibility. Yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's bring it back to gambling. Yeah. So let's. I, I did want to ask you before we wrap up and get our diagnosis for the week. Um. Real quick, there is again. There's a movement afoot in North Carolina legalized for casinos. Where are you at? You're a voter. Um, what should? What would you want to I'm see all your state for legislature giving,
0: do? I'm all for giving Native Americans an no, opportunity. Guys, these aren't Native American casinos. we already have that, buddy. Oh yeah, you're talking about just making sure that people like Phil Berger.
1: Rocking The ro- Rockingham Rocking area finest.
0: Uh, Are allowed to sort of Shout
1: out to our Senate No I'm
0: absolutely against You're it You're against it Because again I really believe That casinos and the like Are regressive in nature I do too I
1: think it's a regressive tax And I certainly don't want to see Any part of our North Carolina state budget Funded uh, Through gambling You know I know that might seem hypocritical Given my stance on it Where it's you know But again I don't have a problem um, No
0: you are a hobby gambler I'm a hobby gambler You are gambler. a Sports better, but you wouldn't consider yourself a problem. Yeah, problem. well,
1: I'll tell you real quick before we go. My wife and I went to Vegas. Uh, this was God. It must have been like 2010, 13 years ago. I had never mm. been to Vegas. Man, I, I walked up there with a bag of money. I just finished watching Rounders, and and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm taking it. I'm gonna take this town. Mm. Uh, we gambled for the first hour. I said, all right, 200 bucks each night. six hundred 600 for three nights. And the first night we lost it in, um, I guess, like two hours. The second night was a little faster, like 90 minutes. Right. And the third night we might have done another two hours. And we looked at each other and look, we were kids. Like we didn't have big money. And we said, we had little kids ourselves. And we said, that was stupid. Yeah, man, did that, and we promised. Then I said, and we maybe we've broken it once. We have bet like fifty or sixty bucks.
0: A regret, what a waste yeah. of time. And can you imagine feeling that way every day of your no. life?
1: No, yeah. no, yeah, I'll never enjoy gaming that way. Again, sports gambling—that's something I personally enjoy. Yeah, don't recommend it, but. Um. While we wrap up What do you think man Give me a Give me a diagnosis Not me I mean We could go all day I got with me. one I got one On uh, me or with uh, No no with gambling Give me the diagnosis Let's go
0: Dependent Personality disorder Listen I don't to even me. know What that Listen means Listen to me Dependent personality disorder Your personality Is dependent upon outside factors, outside oh, stimuli, okay. other people oh, okay. to sort of define you and is dictate. That, is
1: that a thing? The yeah, of course. So depending they don't on even know who disorder. they are.
0: They know who they are, but they but really need the encouragement to- only in a the relationship. They define God, themselves by God, who they're related wow. to. Check this out.
1: I, I can see that. If, I see if it. you
0: are a gambler, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that. I think it's probably good that we all have a little bit of that impulsivity in us to gamble, right? Like the first man... To go out and try to ride a horse was taking a gamble. Right, the first right. man to jump in the water and try to swim across a, a, um, a body of water with alligators and snakes probably took a gamble. The first person to set out from where they were born and strike out and try to find better life is a gambler.
1: Yeah, this sounds like the end of a Vegas vacation. Man, where you're talking about in all other these words, gamblers.
0: nothing wrong with gambling on yourself. There you go. Right. So I, like that. I went I like out that. and spent four hundred and forty dollars yesterday. On a brand new Shure SM7B mic. Right. i been talking about this thing for a year. And you've been blown. wanting one. And yeah. I went out and did it. What am I doing? I'm gambling on myself with it. I'm investing it in myself. Will it win? Will it pay off? Probably. Almost certainly not.
1: Almost certainly.
0: But. But. At least it's on me.
1: There you go. I like that. I yeah. like that. Dependent personality. That's a good. That is a really solid diagnosis. I for appreciate Anborn. it. But look. Um. I want to just get serious here for a second because we've talked a lot about gambling. Yeah. I don't know if we've scratched the itch of some of our listeners, but um, there is a national problem gambling helpline, uh, SAMHSA. It is uh, the number, if you do have a problem gambling, the number is 1-800-662-4357. Dear listener, if you or anybody you know are struggling uh, with a gambling addiction, please Help is available. Call that number again and uh, get the help you need.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to end it, man. Well, hey, and, um, what do we
1: got coming up next? We're doing a special episode. We got procrastination special...
0: coming up. Supposed yeah, to be we're doing it probably off. last no, week, but put, we'll probably we'll push that, that to the future. Yeah, yeah.
1: we uh, we got to talk about Israel. We oh. have to talk about Palestine. I think we need. An yeah, we'll have a special. Okay, episode. let's
0: do a special episode near the end of the week on that. We also have an update on the health status of our good friend. Yes. And former guest, yeah, this is Mr. Bob Brennan. He's yeah. back in the studio to give us an update on his life, on his health, and what's been going on there. Um, and just as a little teaser, it's not what you probably think. Hey, listen, we also need to do Halloween sometime. Boop. Halloween was the winner of our listeners choose contest that stopped last Friday. We had a total of six votes for Halloween. Yeah, I can slay some Halloween Which, by the way, was Halloween about history. four more votes than any other um, concept or any other topic. So we're can gonna you, do. Can you do Halloween. some good
1: psych on Halloween, like the we all the metaphor of mask wearing and all these No, stuff. I'm gonna slay. Dude, I'll the be history. the DJ. I'll
0: do the flying purple people eater. I'll play the Thriller theme song. Uh, that which, purple by people
1: eater. That's not scary. I
0: know, that's not but it's scary you know not everything's got to be scary for Halloween, does it?
1: Uh, I had a costume kid come up a trick-or-treater come up with a, a blade of grass i wanted to put that kid in my grass what was he what did he, he say was he a was a blade of grass oh he's a blade of grass yeah he just came up he was like a, a seventh or eighth grader like one other why oh i'm green i'm green yeah <laughs> i went dude. to an
0: event one time as a semi-adult i think it was in grad school and this guy let me tell you how much effort he put into it he had like Whiskers painted on his face, and he was holding a tree branch. And you know what he called himself? An idiot. Tiger Woods.
1: I hate that. I hate those. Like, this is not, oh God. All right. Well, we'll do uh, Halloween, and I will, uh, (laughs) I'm going to slay.
0: Hey, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.
1: Have a good night.